You could not ask more from New Zealand. And yet they're going to come up short by two. I don't think anyone's going to be jumping in the air for the Australian side. They have scraped past New Zealand tonight. Australia 10, New Zealand 8. Tompkins collects. Well spent. On its way, interception from Crichton. Stephen Crichton is going to go the distance for a huge try. Stephen Crichton with a try that might just win it for Samoa. That takes them into dreamland. And possible World Cup history. On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back to the show with Dino and Ray. Phil Budsroffer will join us in a second. Dino, the lovely Lizzie Jelfs has let me know it's called Massaman Curry. There you go. There you go. So it was really nice at Sticky so It's Rice. fair to say you don't eat a lot of it. No, well, as I said, we don't sort of stray outside our lane very much. But Alex is a good man. Alex, he's chimed in. Sticky Rice is outstanding, as has Stu. Yeah, who Sticky says we get Rice tie. Delivered every Friday at our office. Some people get it every day. Best tie in the state. Well, I'm not a connoisseur of fine tie meals, but that was pretty good. It's hard to beat. You know when Buzz comes on? Mm -hmm. He loves his Chinese. Does he? So I reckon he could give us a couple of little... Sneaky tips where to go down around the Shire. If he hasn't tried Winston Hills, he hasn't lived. Let's ask him. Buzz, good morning. Fortuna Gardens, Winston Hills? Uh, I haven't been there, mate, but I heard there's a wrap on the place. Yep, that might be us for our Christmas party. What do you reckon, Buzz? Well, you get organising, mate, and I will be there. <laughs> what's your favourite dish, Buzz? What, what's your go-to? Look, look, can I be honest? And regular listeners to the Telegraph NRL podcast would be aware because we always reveal what our meals that night are going to be. I'm a Thai man. Mm. And I love my jungle chicken curry. Okay. okay. It's very, very spicy. But look, a massive curry with beef and they put potatoes in it. So oh. I'm a Thai district. It was outstanding. And I'm with Chinese, I'm very, very old-fashioned. Um, you know, I, I love a sort of honey king prawns or a chicken chow min or whatever. Buzz, you know you can sweat up a little bit at certain times. Does the... Does the Thai yeah. spice, you know, get to you a bit? It does, Bulldog, it does. Right. Spicy food, it does, yes. Hey, Buzz, um, we're, we're, we're getting all the big topics here. Lenny's chimed in. The Thai dish is called master and curry. Yeah, um, thanks, Lenny. But he also says, try the, the, the stir-fried chicken with chilli and basil. Buzz, can you help me out? Yeah, very, very good dish. Okay. Very good dish. <laughs> Great suggestion. Speaking <laughs> of good dishes, what about the dish that Samoa served up yeah. to us this morning, Buzz? Unbelievable. You're informed, dog. That was a very good yeah. yeah, I'm a pretty um, clever bloke. Look, I, um, that's the biggest boost for International Rugby League, I reckon, in the history of the game, to see what happened last night. And there was nothing controversial about it, was there? They've been a, uh, a part, take that first game out, what was the score, 60 to 6, and they reversed it 27 26. An outstanding performance from this side. Look, it's the Penrith back line, isn't it? But to be able to do what they have done, they need someone in the middle of the football field to lay the platform. And that junior Paulo, mm. Paulo, last night, I don't know if you saw his game, was absolutely sensational for them. It was a marvellous win, it really was. And, you know, they deserve to be there against the Australians. Is he in trouble, though, Paulo Buzz, for that tackle? Look, he might be. It's very, very hard, Ray, to get suspended at this tournament. Mm. Things that happen in the World Cup and things that happen in State of Origin um, are different to what happens in the NRL. Yep, 
And he did and let go, one, didn't he? He let, he let go and there was no force. Yes, that was so. it. Look, there's no question he lifted him into a really dangerous position. Mm. But he let go and that there was absolutely no driving force. And I thought what he did by raising his arm in the previous game was more serious than what he did the other night. And unless I, I can only recall one suspension this Oh, Hargreaves got a week, didn't he, Bulldog? Yes. And um, Adam Dewey got a week for the referee abuse. The dissent, yes. Yeah, um, that's about it. Look, I'd expect him to get off, but if it was in the NRL, he might cop a week or he'd certainly get a fine, right? But Fair enough. There's yeah. one thing I'll say. This Australian side is going to have to turn up with their A game next week. A couple of the Australian players, Nathan Cleary and Latrell Mitchell, will need to recapture some of their club form too because this is going to be one hell of a game and, as I said, Australia will need you know, to come with their boots and will not be able to play anything lower than 100%. Yeah. Buzz, I don't want to be a downer, but, but my thought is that, I've said it to Ray about an hour ago, that that was their final Samoa. The Kangaroos haven't been at their best, they're building, and I just get this horrible feeling, and I hope I'm wrong, that... Samoa won't rise to the challenge. The Kangaroos will turn it on, and it could be a very lopsided final. I repeat, I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, look, Dog, I, I think you will be wrong in that how many Pembroke players are there? May, Crichton, Toto, Jerome Luai. They're, they're two-time premiership winners. So we'll leave you out the back. How outstanding is he going at the moment? Yep. Big game player. I, I, I regard him as a big game player now. you got Paulo. Um, junior, uh, what's his name? Uh, J- J- yeah, Jaden Sua, Papa Lee. He, they've got big game players, Bulldog. Mm. And this is an opportunity, a once in a lifetime opportunity for them. Yeah, and be... I'm so excited about the final. It, it is such a huge boost for the international game. Look, I grew up in French with strong side, and I, I've never known the game to be like this. And there's got to be something, boys, we can do around state of origin. Yes, yeah, so the next question, Buzz, because Dino raised it earlier. That all of a sudden, some of these players that you mentioned in in the Samoan team who have played origin, if they become a, a tier one nation, is that right, Dino, suddenly are ineligible for origin, Buzz? Well, the way they're going, they'll have to be a tier one nation, won't they? Mm. But look, it's a very, very complicated system because a lot of these boys who are playing for Samoa grew up Blacktown and St Mary's yep. in Penrith, and they've dreamt of wearing the Blues jersey their entire lives. So, you know, they're, they're Aussies playing for their heritage, are they? I, I don't know. I, I don't know, but they've made the choice to play for their country, and we should be applauding that. But how they're going to sort it out? Mm. Origin's a great story, and I don't, I don't have the answers. Buzz, in your column, what's the buzz in the Sunday telly today? You have. Secured an exclusive interview with Shane Flanagan, the new Manly assistant coach. Run us through what Flano said. Yeah, look, I, I think Flano's arriving home from England today, actually, because he starts at Manly tomorrow morning. He's in his car from the Shire at 6am. He'll arrive at North Narrabeen at 7 o'clock. And interestingly, the session is going to be opened with all the players there with Anthony Seabold on the Zoom call from England where he's with the rugby union team. But the interesting part of the Shane Flanagan interview was, and we were talking about the, the fracture in the ranks from the Pride jersey, 
he actually says, and I agree with him from knowing him very well from Cronulla, the great strength of his coaching is bringing a group of men together and having them play for each other, enjoying training, enjoying being around each other, enjoying wins. He says footy's not complicated and it's such a huge head start if you've just got a happy 30-man roster. Mm. And that's one of the things he specialised in. He had a lot of really, really interesting dudes at Cronulla. You remember Andrew Fafita at his worst before he became this great citizen and the trouble he was in? Mm. Ted Barber was a troubled player. Paul Gallen was a troubled player. He brought in Luke Lewis and Michael Anders and James Maloney, but what he managed to do was weld them into one good group, solid, happy group that won a premiership. Mm. And he's really, really confident that he can do the same at Manly. And I think because he's won a comp, because he made the semis every year he had at Cronulla outside of one, I think the Turbo brothers, Dally Terry Evans, will welcome him with open arms if he's going to fix the problems they've got there. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what he... He's really, really excited about it. Yeah, it'll be interesting what he can do there at Manly. Where's Jackson Hastings going, Buzz? Um, Really interesting piece in What's the Buzz this morning. Yeah, well, Jackson Hastings is under contract to the West Tigers, as we all know, for next season. But it's blatantly obvious Tim Sheen does not want him there. He moved him to lock forward last year. Jackson and his manager and most people, including Andrew Johns, think he's a halfback. Newcastle don't have a halfback. They've been trying to drag Luke Brooks out of the West Tigers for months and months and months. Tim Sheens won't let him go. So Jackson Hastings and his manager, Liam Ayer, Travelled to Newcastle last week. They met with Peter Parr. They met with Adam O'Brien, and they're talking about next year. Um, the Knights will only do a deal if the West Tigers though are com- uh, ready to contribute to the him going. They obviously don't want him. They've been offering a million dollars plus to to Cameron Munster, Mitchell Moses, as you wrote, Bulldog. Um, Interesting, I spoke to Andrew Johns. He's got a massive rap on Hastings. He's mm. described his form as absolutely sensational in games this year. Wasn't probably consistent enough. But I, I don't think he's a lock forward. And look, I, I had a coffee with him down at Cronulla a couple of weeks ago. I bumped into him in the local coffee shop. He's a lovely young bloke, Bulldog. Yeah, the Jackson Hastings that I know um, has always been respectful and, mm. and polite. Seems and like a nice guy. He yeah. certainly does a lot of good off the field in terms of uh, charity work, Buzz. Um, he but, does. You know, there's no doubt we can, you know, we can't ignore the fact that he's had clubs where things haven't worked out, several clubs. So yeah, no, it's, it's a strange situation. You, you, you read about these people and you hear about the bad, but when you meet them, there's, mm. there's plenty of good. Well, I reckon Andrew John's a pretty fair judge, right? You know, he was coaching the Roosters when Hastings came from St. George Illawarra Juniors to try and make it a deep at the Roosters. Quote in the paper this morning, I found him to be a really respectable young fella. Joey said it's hard though for a kid halfback, I think he's Suwalihi's age, at a club with big personalities it can be intimidating. Mm. Um, But look, as you say, he's played for the Roosters, Manly, Salford, Wigan, West Tigers, now Newcastle. He's only 26, a lot of clubs. I'd love to see him settle in Newcastle. I think that town would embrace him. And I think he's been treated like absolute rubbish by Tim Sheens and the West Tigers. And I don't think you should be treating footballers like that publicly. 
and I'd like to see him get a fresh start. Yeah, I think he's a good player. Spotted in What's the Buzz? I'm interested here, Buzz, because this is a Central Coast footy program from 1994, <laughs> Urimba versus Yamina. Is this the famous game when the great MG ironed out our good mate Paul Kent? It is, right. <laughs> it is. So, the crankiest two journos in rugby league history. <laughs> the two Paul Kent is listed in the program, which I've got in the column, in the one jersey at fullback. And Paul Crawley is 13, the block forward. And they're playing you minor, which have Mark Geyer in the second row and Peter Davies, who was a bit mad, playing in the centre. Do you remember him, Bulldog? Yes, I do. He had a shocking judiciary record, that guy. <laughs> but anyway, Kenny tells a really funny story. Mm. About a week or two early, he bagged Mark Guy and told him to get out of the NRL, you know, because he was in trouble and had all these issues. So they ran onto the football field, and MG said words, that, well, probably not words I can repeat <laughs> in this little segment. But he put Kenny on notice that he's looking for him in this game. <laughs> So I'm not sure if uh, Kenny ran the football to walk from fullback towards MG all that often in that footy game. Well, Kenny tells the story. I don't know if this is right either, Buzz. He said, look, just give me this football. I want to get this over and done with. <laughs> he just yeah, ran well, straight at MG and got ironed out. <laughs> Isn't that a great old program? Oh, it looks fantastic. I still miss those days. You'd walk into the game, you'd buy your big league, you sit down under 23s, look at the young players and... You say they were all day. They were great days, and you got all the players' names and in your big league yeah. program. You we're know. going to miss that in ten years' time. We won't be able to look back on yeah, the current yeah. day. So, hey, yeah. Buzz Cody Walker, interesting piece in your column that he is looking to make his coaching debut. Yeah, it is. And look, I, I was talking to Laurie Daly last week, and he announced earlier in the year that he stood down after about ten years coaching the Indigenous All-Stars. They're playing this year in February in New Zealand and he's got a lot on his plate, Laurie. So Ronnie Griffith, who, um, who was Laurie's assistant, takes over as head coach. Ronnie's a very good coach. He coached the Newcastle Knights mm. NRLW side to win the grand final this year. But his assistant will be Cody Walker. Cody Walker's put his hand up to do that job and he'll also be 5'8 and captain. It's a really encouraging sign that not that I want to retire Cody Walker yet because he's about to renew his contract, but he does want a career in coaching. He's one... Um, he, he, I think he'd be great. Laurie says he'd be great. He says he's a great communicator. Um, he's got a tremendous knowledge of the game. He gets on well with people, highly respected. And yeah, I, I like seeing the Indigenous boys Mm. There's there's not enough Indigenous coaches in rugby league. It's sort of pathway that hasn't been there uh, for these guys. I, I know Arthur Beetson was a great coach. Laurie was a great coach. But Mel Meninga's doing a great job with the Australian side. Yeah, watch his so, space. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think mm. it's great seeing Cody do stuff like this. Exactly. Hey, Buzz, I thought Sonny Bill Williams versus Mark Hunt, that was Hunt's um, last fight. But there's talk of a rematch. SBW wants another chance. Well, they tell me Mark Coyne, Mark Hunt likes his coin mm. and he's retired a couple of times now. And Sonny Bill Williams is really, really dirty on himself the way his career may have finished up last Saturday night when he was pummeled. That furious barrage by Hunt. Um, I've got a feeling, and I've spoken to a couple of Sonny Bill's people, that he would like a rematch. 
that Hunt got five hundred thousand last time. He's got more bargaining power. They offer him seven hundred. They he won't get there quick enough. Mm. And one one final payday. And Sonny Bill, I think, will be a bit smarter this time. He clearly won the first three rounds. He was on top. Yeah, yeah. So. He was way on top. You know mm. what he did, Ray? His ego got a bit better on mm. him. He wanted to knock him out like he did Barry Hall. And Hunt's got a lot of punching power, even at 48. Yeah, he, sort of, he sort of dropped his guard. And yeah. You know why? Because he's had nine fights. And mm. you get the good, experienced fighters, and they don't do that. They Correct. just stick to their plans. And Sonny's mm. only had two fights since he came back from football. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see what happens again. Um Look, I'd like to see Sonny Bill finish on the best note. I don't remember him for that loss. But mm. yeah, yeah, interesting. Now, Buzz, you need to help us out here. Brian says that he'll vouch for the Sticky Rice restaurant in Newey, but he doesn't know the meal's name. Just, he just asks for, quote, the dish in the foil shaped like a duck with the flames under it. It's got mussels, prawns and calamari in a coconut red curry sauce. Oh, dear Can you help us dear. out, Buzz? What's in it, mate? <laughs> Mussels, Mussels, prawns, prawns. And calamari and a coconut red curry sauce. Well, it'd have to be. It's not rocket science. It's just seafood <laughs> red curry. Right, okay. It's not rocket science. That's why I had to check what's in it. How's it? Seafood red curry. No, that'll do. Okay. Well, well what else could it be? I've got no well, idea. Well, we're asking you. Yeah. Anyway, this is at the Thai restaurant at Newcastle, which Sticky Rife, which is outstanding, but... Love you, Michelle from Dubbo says the Rose Garden tie in Dubbo is up there with the best in the state. We might have to go on a bit of a road trip. A yeah. couple of road trips here, Buzz. You what do you reckon? Ray, mm-hmm. uh, you'll have to come next time. Bulldog, myself, and Boo Bailey have an annual Chinese meal over on the north side. If you can make your way there, it would be lovely well, to see you. Crow's for, Nest. Fortuna Gardens, Winston Hills. Y- y- yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, let's go there. Boo <laughs> will travel. No, no, he won't. <laughs> but Dino mightn't travel. I've got a problem when I, I like to order, but bulldogs won't eat vegetables, and Boo loves them. Well, that's a good and, a good team. <laughs> you won't eat vegetables. And, and, well, it makes it hard. I don't know who to keep happy. You know, <laughs> Me. Like, the other interesting thing is, right? Boo likes to stagger his dishes. He likes to <laughs> break in between each one. Okay? He does too. It took about five hours to have lunch. Four hours, four hours later, we're still there waiting for the. Honey King. Yeah, you know when the, uh, the, the, the waiters are tapping their yeah, wrist like they're pretending to be yeah. their watch? As if, can See, you that, get out? That's, that's a tactical yeah, move by Boo. Yeah, knock off. Yeah. yeah. That's a, Boo that, one more dish. No, it's a tactical move by Boo. Yeah, there's there's a, more beers yeah. in between. See? Four, four hours later, can you bring in a couple of spring rolls? <laughs> we walk out with legless. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, Buzz, real quick one. Um, next Sunday morning, who wins and why? I think Australia will win only. Um, because, look, I think they are a better football side. But it'll go down to the wire, right? It really mm. will. And as I said, Nathan Cleary's going to have to turn up with his premiership-winning form if we are to win. But he's a great player, and I think he will. Yeah, I can't wait for this. I think it's going to be a great game. Hey, look, Buzz, enjoy your week. We'll talk about the World Cup final next Sunday. Good on you.